So one of the things I want to ask you about, especially with your background, addiction issues and mental health and substance abuse, you know, people who have been told, okay, stay at home, you know, how disruptive is that to them in their treatment? And then if they do have issues and they're in recovery, such a, like a drastic, such a drastic just change to their normal routine. How does that affect people? I mean, drastically for sure. Um, especially those who are involved in, you know, the 12 step program used to, you know, clinging on to going to meetings, you know, attending those things, being in community with people and now having those, you know, of course those are all shut down now um, as far as face-to-face -face meetings. Um, and, you know, kind of the opposite of addiction is connection, um, not isolating and being by yourself and kind of hiding. And now we're being told to, you know, isolate and stay by ourselves. It's kind of counterintuitive to a lot of people's recovery. Um, you know, the good news is that there are um, all of the 12-step meetings have moved online now. So you can do like phone meetings, um, you can do virtual meetings, things like that. But um, definitely the isolating is going to be, you know, people's biggest um, pitfall. It's just got to be so hard, especially just, you know, if you're, I do mostly drunk driving and people have alcohol issues. Some of them do, not all my clients. And you know, you see people doing so well. And then, you know, I just can't even imagine such a disruption. It's just, yeah, it's got to just be catastrophic. And then, mm -hmm. you know, you're talking about some of the options, virtual, you know, one of the things that Governor Holcomb in Indiana, he did say healthcare is essential. And that includes, you know, mental health and whatnot. But even though they're saying, hey, you can come, who wants to travel in this climate? And who wants to get a chance of getting sick? Or so... Tell me some more about things that you've incorporated in your private practice to continue treating people. Yeah, for sure. Well, I want to say I have um, five you know, qu quick tips that I'd like to give at the end um, as far as ways to kind of deal with this pandemic, whether or not you're struggling with addiction or just you know, being um, trapped inside. Uh, but kind of to answer your question, as far as with my private practice, um, we offer telehealth um, services. So, you know, so even though our office is closed and we can't do face-to-face, -face, um, we are doing telehealth, which is basically kind of like what me and you are doing, only on a more HIPAA-compliant platform. Um, and, I mean, so far it's been going really well for people. You know, it helps add to the schedule, staying in routine, staying in a connection. Um, and then, of course, we work on, like, what are some coping skills that we can do and just really coming up with, like, a, a game plan, so to speak. People that are struggling with addiction, overcoming addiction, what are some things they can do to help them stay on this good path where they're doing so well on? For sure. Well, the first thing I'd say is be flexible, right? Like, don't don't stick to this. You know, I think a lot of times we stick in this rigid, this is my plan, blah, blah, and there is no, you know, game plan, so to speak, for a pandemic. Like no one, nobody knows what to do right now. So being flexible of, okay, my meeting might not be like in person. I might not go to the same church or, you know, oh, my therapist is online now. This is weird. You know, but again, being flexible with what that's going to look like. The other, you know, kind of pointer I'd say is stay connected. And, you know, now is the best time if ever <laughs> to have, I guess, a pandemic because we have all, we have 
so many platforms that it's hard to be like, well, you know, I just, there's no one to talk to. That's not true. You know, we have social media, we have video, you know, with our FaceTime, Snapchat even has video, um, you know, Facebook, all those things. There's plenty of ways to stay connected to the people. Um, the other thing I'd say is get off of devices though. What I mean by that is let's not panic scroll, right? Like how many times at night we're sitting there and we're panic scrolling through, you know, the news or through Facebook, whatever, just like, you know, getting freaked out on our phones. So limiting that time instead of staying caught up and like, oh my gosh, you know, it's the end of the world. We're all going to die because that's not going to help. Um, and then the other thing is do stick to a schedule as much as you can. You know, if you get up normally at eight and eat oatmeal, you know, get up at eight and eat oatmeal and then go about your day the best that you can. And of course, again, going back to tip one, there's going to be some flexibility in there, right? Like, oh, my kid needs me to help with their school versus me going, you know, and watching my YouTube video. All right, you're going to be flexible in that. And the last thing I would say is really work on being mindful. What is going on, you know, in your mind, also like what you're feeling, because it's normal to feel, you know, scared, overwhelmed, um, confused even. So being mindful of like how you're feeling, because that's going to be a big, you know, um, it's going to be a, a really big help if, especially when you struggle with substance use to be able to be like, Oh, I'm getting that red flag. I'm getting triggered. I'm feeling, you know, those emotions come up that typically leads to me drinking. You know, I feel isolated. I feel alone. I feel stressed. Okay. Those are the top big three things that lead me to, you know, going and, you know, getting that drink. Just listening to you talk. I feel like I'm learning some skills and it's really cool because, <laughs> you know, this is such a, uh, Indiana Supreme Court judge, you know, he refuses to call this the new normal. So we're mm -hmm. referring it to as a temporary abnormal. And yeah. thing you just mentioned, you know, trying to be cognizant of what's going on in your mind and your heart. Uh, you know, and I've, I've definitely got caught up in the panic scroll three o'clock in the morning. And it's oh, like, yeah. I separate myself. Like I'm gonna go for a walk or something. Allie, what is the best way to contact you? You're reachable by phone and by email. My email is Allie at DrockenAssociates.com. And my phone number is 317-474-6448, extension 108.